I'm going to have to Google. We're Googling live. We're Googling live, people. We don't want to give you the wrong information, you know? I could be crazy. Like, I thought I read that. We're not even going to be able to tell you. I can't find it. No, it's not Stamkos. Don't listen to me, then. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jeremy, cut that out. Cut it out, Jeremy. You're listening to a hockey podcast. We talk about ice hockey and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's happening. I, 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 I don't know how. Hello, it's me. That's that's not good, is it? That's not a good big... You know, we'll, we'll use it as an intro. This is an intro for this is a hockey podcast, right? We're back. Redemption arc happens now. <laughs> just me and Molly. We're back at it again. Just the girls. Girls club. So, um, yeah, oh, unfortunately, Jeremy is sick. He is taking one for the team. I don't know if he is taking one for the team. But, he is. Um, He's going to edit is. this. He is going to edit this. Please, please, I'm going to say this in advance. Please don't judge us too harshly, Jeremy. And we're sorry if this is not the redemption arc we want. Um. Anyway, so what, what we're doing today, what we're talking about. My gosh. My words. God, we have, <laughs> we have so many things lined up. Honestly, we're going back to our old format where we will be talking about the current news and maybe give you a little bit of what's going on with uh, Seattle, a little mini preview, if you will. I'm very excited. Yes. And because we have so many topics, I think we're just going to get right to it. What do you say? Yes. No niceties. I'm not going to ask how you are. I'm assuming you're fine. So let's just go. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start off with uh, what we just got news that Pekka Rene retired. I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. I honestly thought at the beginning of the season that he was he was going to retire this season. Yeah. It's been a good time for him. Absolutely. The way I put it was that I was shocked, but equally not. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like a, whoa, he retired. And also, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, he did the thing. Oh, he did the thing. Yeah. He's been like a staple for the last, how many years has he been in the NHL? What, 15? Yeah, Is that well, too long? He draft. He was drafted in 2004. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. 17? <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, you know what? He was drafted by the Preds. So honestly, once a Pred, always a Pred, I suppose. Yeah. We love and that he's been a, circle. A brilliant goalie. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're, we're not, I'm saying we're not biased, but we love You know that. Hashtag goalie girl. Goalie girl. <laughs> goalie girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what does this mean for the Preds? Oh, God. For the Preds. Um, because he hasn't been playing that much anyway. Mm-hmm. They're so, not. <laughs> what do you have? To, what do you think about the Preds? About the Preds. I, mm, the thing is with the Preds, they are, a, I want to say they were good. Yeah, I mean they made they, they made it to playoff. They are a solid playoff team, but I don't think they're going to win the cup anytime soon because their balance isn't. They haven't found their feng feng shui, and I don't know if Rin leaving's going to hinder or help them because they do have a good team. And they're who is their goalie at the moment? Like I can't um, remember. Saros. Saros. That's it. That's it. I knew it was something on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it wasn't on the tip of my tongue. It was far off, but you know it's there. He. In playoffs, he was phenomenal, but no match for, you know, no, not yeah. quite a match. 
but think- he's proved to be a solid first string now. A Soros? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. I think he's he's great. Uh, I would say maybe he has to reel it in on the goals against, but other than that, he's pretty good. We just need, they just need a uh, a good backup. So maybe they'll be able to do that on the off season. Because right now they have the Leafs prior um, <laughs> backup or third goalie, that, uh, rather, Kaskisiwo. <laughs> I never can pronounce his name right. I can't help you there. I'm sorry. No, I know. <laughs> Where's Jeremy? <laughs> Jerry, like he would do better. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Because if so, you are succeeding. Paskisuo. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the the real fault here, you know what? Let's let's take it back a little bit. We wouldn't be able to talk about Renee's career without mention of his uh 2010-2011 season. You know, this was by far his most interesting season because usually when a player gets injured twice in a year, they don't come back and prevail, right? Now, yeah. this was not the case for Rene at all. You know, 2011 served him well and he managed to put up some of his best numbers and lead the Preds to the playoffs, winning their first ever playoff series. By the end of the year, he was finalist for the Vesna. He was voted fourth for the Hart Trophy, and he was also named NHL second team all-star. So I argue that was his best season. And it's ultimately why it's a sad story that he's leaving. I mean, but it makes sense, but you know what I mean? He was great for the yeah. And, and he is one of the only players who's given a full no movement clause in his contract. So yeah. he's literally a Preds for life. No, for real. For real, a Preds for life. So for real, for real. So there you yeah. go. That's Pekka Rene. Congratulations, Pekka, because he's definitely listening right now. Yeah. Thank you, guy. Thank you for listening. Ooh. <laughs> um, what was that? Okay. <laughs> no. Should we should we um trade in on that news topic? Trade in on the trade. Yeah. Okay, Molly's broken right now, but we'll move forward. Yes. What do you mean I'm broken? I was trying to do a segue. It was very clever. Thank you. Trade one topic in for another? Yeah. Duncan <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Duncan Keith gets traded. Woo. What do you yes. think, Molly? Where do you get traded to again? Oilers, uh, right? That's right. The Oilers. Yeah, it is the Oilers. Because I was like, he's been traded to from a team that's not too great to a team that's not too great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hate to say it, but he's, he's a good player. But he's yeah. been right or die Chicago, hasn't he? Yeah, so, I, I have my own opinion on this, and I want to hear what you think uh, about my opinion. About so, your opinion, you go for it, because I don't really have a big opinion. No? Okay, okay. No. Well, hear, hear me out, okay? I, may, I could be totally off guard, but here's what I think. I think the idea is that although Connor McDavid is an excellent captain... An excellent player all around, obviously. Uh, yeah. the, t- the team doesn't really have any uh, vets with Stanley Cup experience, right? They don't I mean, have any hockey daddies. No, they don't have any hockey daddies. Thank you. So this is where I think Dun- Duncan Keith comes in. He has won three Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks. Three. Lane one across and it's Keith the shot save. Right? Uh and although his numbers are diminishing, like if you take a look at his stats currently, the last three years, each year, his stats are cut in half. It was like yeah. 40 to 20 to 14 or 15, something like that. So he didn't have a great year. But people underestimate the power 
uh, that a vet can have on the team, regardless of their stats. I think they just want someone with experience whose advice will trickle down the line. This is what this is what I think. I didn't actually think of it that way. Because no. I was just kind of like, has there been some tea? Has there been some drama <laughs> in Chicago? Like, wow. is, have they been like, Keith sucks? And then Keith's like, oh, I'm going to Oilers then. Like, you know, that happens, you know? So I thought it was something like that, which is why I really had no opinion of it. But now you've said that the Oilers are making a move, maybe, for some mature players. What do they have otherwise? I can see. Well, Oilers don't really have much else. No, they have their top guys. But how can you prevail and move forward if you're not, like you said, mature enough? Yeah, you need to have that. That's it's like when they get in a coach who has completely different approach to hockey. It's like having that bully hockey versus clean playing. It's it's mm. amalgamating all of those factors together to create a dynamic, cohesive team, which is going to be unpredictable. And that's what's going to win you the cup. That and Absolutely. buying off the refs. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree more, especially with that last part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I concur. Yeah. I agree. We good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I, I like to read right into things. So for me, I create this entire fantasy in my mind and I'm like, oh, you know what? For example, you know, Mitch Marner, you know, he's probably dealing with something at home. <laughs> I, I just create these scenarios in my head. So my idea was that Duncan Keith has experience and the Oilers need that experience. Now, our next topic is kind of heavy, I would say. It's a lot of information. I Yes. I'm hoping you guys will follow us because you know there has been some questionable some questionable buyouts. Wow, what the heck? Questionable. Questionable Breezy. buyouts that have happened. This is a process. Yes, Breeze and Suter from the Minnesota Wild right. have been bought. Do you have anything? Um <laughs> what do you think? Like, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, it's I saw this enough. and I was, I'm surprised. Yeah. Is this a, a a tactic by the wild so they can change their protection list to protect other players instead of having to protect, protect these two? I am not sure. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it because, okay, let's go, let's go into a little bit of details. Okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah, let's do it. I've got my notes. We're good. We're good to go. Okay. So if you guys, I'm just going to go a little bit into their contracts. Both Parise and Ryan Suter have the exact same co- contract. Uh, and if you're not, if you're unfamiliar with buyouts, let me just do a little quick little thing. Uh, for example, both their contracts have a base salary of 10 million left. That's how much they have. No signing bonuses, which is great because they won't have to pay them off uh, with their signing bonuses. And they each have four years left remaining. Now, with a buyout, if you're going to buy them out, you have to tack on an additional four years in this case. And they are both 36 years old, which is super weird. Like, it's exactly the same. They're twins. They're the same person. They're, they're the same person, honestly. They're both 36, which means their ratio is only two-thirds as opposed to one-third, right? So two-thirds of 10 million is going to be around 6.6, 666, 666. I know, it's really, it's devilish. It really is, right? Oh, a diabolical one could say. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you have to, uh, because they have eight years, you got to divide that, uh, you know, throughout all the, the remainder years, all the eight years. So 
Um, basically, the Wilds are going to take a massive cap hit starting around the 22-23 uh, season. Pretty bad. This is why I don't understand. I think their plan, their idea is, okay, in the 2021-22 season, we are going to have a lot of extra cap because we're going to buy them out and we're going to spread out the cap hit throughout the years, right? So yeah. they're going to have all this money for one year and one year only to do whatever they want to do. And if Seattle's going to take another player, you know, they're going to have it, um, more money as well. So I think this is their last opportunity to grab who they want to grab and hopefully build a roster. Like maybe this this plan will make more sense down the line. But for now, that is risky. They're going to be paying $14 million in the cap, like by 2023. Oh, like that's for, a lot. For two years. Yeah. That's crazy. To some extent, it does make some sense that they're trying to have enough money so they, if the Kraken want to buy someone out, Wild can be like, Ab, actually, excuse me, sir, I want to know to negotiate. Because the Wild haven't done anything big, bold trades, have they? Because when you think of Wild, you do think of the same people, don't you? You think like Zuccarello, uh, Suter, Parisi, Dumba. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's That's no exactly movement. So no. with this movement, are they trying to buy in young? Because they've had the same core for, what, five, six seasons plus? Well, you might have, have had a good idea with the uh, Seattle not saving them because both Parise and Suter had a no, a no movement. Club. And there's no way they're going to budge because you just said it. When you yeah. think about the wild, you think about those four players and they don't want to move for a reason. They want to stay here, right? Yeah. So I think the idea was that the coach or sorry, the GM was like, there's no way there is no way they're going to uh, waive the no movement clause in time for Seattle. Therefore, we sh- we're just going to buy them out and not even give them the chance to say no. Yeah, because they're renewing a lot of other cap contracts as well. So yeah. I suppose the wild have a lot on their plate in terms of what they're going to do with their money. Yeah. So it might just it, it might just be the smartest move for them at the moment it could be and like i said down the line it might make more sense depending we'll see what the roster looks like starting next year i'm very curious to see what they're gonna do but (laughs) let's uh i just have to mention this because i thought it was hilarious i don't know if you read molly about how the whole thing went down like major drama between the the gm and paris and Suter. i did not read about the drama give me the tea okay okay paris and Suter are big time mad after being bought out by the wild understandably right i think this is going to turn into a t channel right now with the story so let's get into it okay the gm calls Suter to tell him he has been bought out but he misses the call therefore the gm calls parise to tell him the same he's next on the line right parise is pissed and proceeds to call Suter to vent i suppose or just to let him know or maybe even warn him hey man we're like twins we're we have the same contract. Watch out. Uh, he's on the line talking to him. And while he's on the line, the GM calls Suter again for attempt number two. He answers. And obviously, he's pissed off himself. He's unhappy. They have a back and forth. Heated. And then the conversation ends with Suter hanging up on the GM. That's the tea. I'd totally hang up. Be like, hey, by the way, I know you've been part of this team for what, like years or whatnot. But like, we don't want you anymore. We're just going to buy out your contract. Adios. Bye. Bye, honey. Bye. Like, the fuck? 
Right. Oh, so oh my that, days. That, like I said, I told you this was going to be kind of a hefty topic, but I think we covered it. Yeah, we definitely cover that. If we've missed anything, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. I mean, we want you all to be informed. Get yeah. in the know. Well, let's just move right on because that was... Well, I don't know lot. what you mean by this next topic. <laughs> You've literally just put R.I.P. the Stanley Cup. Lord Stanley has been dented. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Is that what you meant? Yes. Oh, okay. It's gone to Montreal <laughs> to be fixed. <laughs> Montreal Canadians at least get the cup for a little bit, right? We can see it. We can fix it for you. Taste of what they could have had, you know? Yeah. You just see them just trying to lick it. You know? Ew. Stop with the licking. <laughs> Who are you, Brad Marchand? Uh, no. Lèche-moi. Lèche-moi. <laughs> um, Tell you what, though, this is not the first time the Stanley Cup has been dented. Let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Stanley Cup injuries. (laughs) We did it. Uh, Get some beers, get some whatever, and start celebrating. We're the Stanley Cup champions. 2008, Lord Stanley was sitting on a table at Chris Chilio's bar. The cup was pushed off the edge. That's all. That's literally it. The whole story. It's so dramatic. It I know. Pushed. It's crazy. There and you then, go. That's it. <laughs> Tampa Bay dent the cup. Was it yeah, Kucherov? So, was it Kucherov? It feels like it would have been Kucherov. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he like went near it with his ego and the cup was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not a big topic, but I thought it was funny, you know, like... People are losing their shits over this. And I'm like, calm down. It's a freaking piece of metal. I mean, I was losing my shit over the fact that you put RIP the Stanley Cup. I was like, what the hell's happened? Did I miss something really important? (laughs) Like, hockey's off. Jeez. Okay. (laughs) All right. Moving on to our next topic. We have Coach Dominique Ducharme. Coach. Yes, that's right. Dominique Ducharme. Official. Official. Equipe LNH. Pour les Montréal Canadiens. Ah oui. Yeah, so Ducharme signed a three-year extension with the Canadians as their permanent coach. Um, I mean, this makes sense, you know. <laughs> It'd be kind of silly not to extend him given that run. Yeah. Right? No, they'd be like, oh, he didn't win us the cup. Goodbye. Au revoir. Adios. C'est pas bon pour moi. Alors, uh, je dis au revoir. À bientôt. <laughs> But the question yeah. is, Molly, will he be able to do it again? That's the question. I don't there think it's down it. to him. I honestly don't think it's down to the coach how far the team goes. I think I'm, it is down to the player cohesion as well and the ability of the mm-hmm. players. I'm so if he can prove that. that a regular season can also be, you know, they can get President Cup or something, then yeah, sure. But also, if he's just riding on the coattail of some jumped-up, adrenaline-filled playoff hockey, I'm just saying... He's retired. I absolutely agree. I, I agree. I'm glad you said that because I, I didn't want to seem mean. Like, I don't want to brush off anything he's done. However, I personally think that run had to do, it, it, it had to do with Carey Price and the team in front of him with their, you know, their willpower and their push. I don't know how yeah. much we can say Ducharme helped with that. Perhaps he did. We won't know, but. We don't know him personally, so I can't ask him. <laughs> Hey, what did you do? What did you do for this? Team? Did you do? Like I a... say, oh, I always say that. 
I will say, that's like a new quote of mine. I will say, though. I do say. I do say, my dear. <laughs> it seems far out of reach. <laughs> um, Closest okay. thing uh, Montreal's going to get to a cup is uh, getting it dented again next year, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. I actually have opinions on this. Like, for the Montreal Canadiens, I, this, I know you're not going to like me for everyone who's a Canadian, and you might even turn off the podcast. Don't do but, that. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it's really downhill from here for the Montreal yeah. Canadiens. I feel it in my nuggets, guys. I could well, be wrong. I felt it in my nuggets at the beginning of this season, and I wasn't wrong. I didn't put Canadian in the top three spots. And mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, is, is next season going to go back to normal in terms of, like, normal divisions? Because I think that they're going to have a tough time. Absolutely. And... There's two major factors to their next season, honestly. One, it is not looking like Dano will sign with the Canadians. They don't seem oh. to be on the same page at all. Therefore, he's yeah. most likely to walk in free agency, right? And yeah. number two, this is major news, major news. And I'm sorry to all the Montreal Canadian fans, this must suck. Well, Shea Weber is seriously injured. And this injury will stop him from playing next season. And the rumor is that his career may be over which is devastating terrible terrible i get so emotional bad for him i feel terrible i feel terrible no one wishes this stuff on anyone like except on ryan reeves don't wish harm i'm joking that's a joke that's (laughs) a joke for jeremy because you know how much he hates him yes i know i know i mean i don't like him either so (laughs) no i wish no one to have a career ending injury that that that, my friend, is something you would never wish upon your worst enemy. No. And as a Leafs fan, I can say that I feel bad for the Canadians, genuinely. Yeah. Especially At least they still Weber. have Pricey. They have Pricey, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that, mm, that golden Shea Weber slap shot, you know? Oh, so good. So good. When he's Classic. not playing the Leafs, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he's playing any other team, that's fine. Well, except for... Abs as well. I don't want you guys to get hurt. Um, You can totally slap the shark. That's fine. Oh, yeah. The sharks? Yeah. Who are they? No one likes the sharks anyway. No one on this podcast likes the sharks. Oh, my God. I think we need to make a whole podcast on the sharks because I have so many opinions. It's crazy. Can we actually? Jeremy's not invited to this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I want him to talk about the sharks, but I keep forgetting that I have my own opinions, especially when it comes to contracts yes like yikes crispies this is bad this is very very bad so yikes crispies we're gonna make that an off-season topic okay because yes we need to touch base on this we should just do one podcast from each of our teams yeah let us know let us know if you would like to hear um a dedicated podcast to the leaps to the abs and to the sharks and maybe on any other team yeah. Hey, we could maybe do other teams as well, and then we'll have a wider hockey knowledge. Woo-hoo. Oh my god, I don't, my, know, I don't know about you, Molly, but my knowledge for the NHL has greatly improved this this year. Oh, same, same. Same, same. Yes. So, you Ooh. know, we'll be a little more reliable and... Uh... 
Yes. That's and cool. we should do fantasy next season. <gasps> Let's do fantasy next season. We need we need to do fantasy next season because then mm. we can also talk about fantasy stats and statistics and oh, how much yes. we suck at fantasy. Absolutely. Um, actually, I, I will. Let's move on to the next topic. And yeah. then I have something to shoot by you and to our listeners. Okay. Okay. I, I know what this, this next really topic is. <clears throat> I'm sad. Please introduce it, Molly. It's for you. Abs fans, abs friends, abs family. There has been, there has been, I don't know if it's rumors or if it's, it's just hearsay or if it's fact, but Landeskog, our boy, our Swedish man, our beautiful racehorse of a captain might not be protected and he there's a possibility he's going to walk. And I'm I'm shocked to hear that this is a possibility. For he is the Capitan. He is one of the most beloved figures in the Colorado Avalanche franchise at the moment. For he's, he's not just a good boy on the ice. He's a good boy off the ice. He does so much for the community and for charities. It's like, you could keep him for that. He's good press. He's fabulous press. And he's beautiful. He's beautiful, fabulous press. And he's a great captain and a great player. So what is happening here? Uh, it is a rumor, of course. I it think, is a rumor. I think uh, Landis Gog is not too happy that he hasn't been signed yet with the Avalanche because, as you said, it's his, it's his home, really. He is probably asking for more than the Avs are willing to give. That's what it sounds like. Uh, yeah. That's why they have not made an offer yet because it's it, Landis Gog's probably going to look for around the nine to ten million uh, range in the open market. I assume that he would be giving, you know, kind of like a bridge deal or, or you know, give the some thing leeway is, to the abs. If if there was a bridge deal and he's he's wanting to have, what, 11 million, 11 million for a contract, he's got people interested in the Blues, the Leafs have shown interest, Kraken, the Kings, Flyers. Who like, wouldn't? the thing is, if he did go on the free agency waivers, I'm pretty sure people would be fighting okay. over him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, is he really worth losing that much as he is kind of the glue that keeps that team together? I think not. I think that they're going to manage to make a deal and this is just going to be a conversation we have. I think that yeah. this dog is going to be an abs quite shortly. An abs, you know what I mean? His contract is abs for life. Yeah. Exactly. The thing is as well, the thing is as well, I start my quack catchphrase is the thing is you say, well, I say the thing is... <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be put into the media to blow up as well, to be dramatic. Oh yeah. He's a hot So topic. it might it might just be the media playing tricks on people as well. It could be. Could very well be. The only thing is that you have a lot of uh, you know, reliable sources that seem to be talking about it. So that's the hard part. Yeah. Um, but you know, even that could be mixed up or even if it's true, it could just end in him signing regardless. Yeah. You know, and I, I hope I, he does sign. He probably yeah, will sign. Too. So yeah. there's no bad blood between any of the team members. No, or, no, no. You no. know, that's published, publicized, publicized. Yeah, publicized. Yes, Pu publicized. Yeah. I, uh, I also think teams are starting to get a little more cautious with their contracts because. If you take uh, Bob Rosky, for example, what was it like? I think it's 10 mil or 11 mil for the length that he asked. I guess max would be eight years. You're only allowed to go up to eight years on your team and seven to another. 
So yeah. if Landisgog is asking for nine to ten million for eight years, it's it's risky to have that those long term contracts now with yeah. the high price. Because then what are you going to do? Maybe in the future you'll buy out. Maybe your player is going to retire early and you'll have to uh, take a hit and pay a fine or not a fine, more so a you know yeah. a hit to the cap. Yeah, there's a lot of risky situations. So like they're maybe they're working on a on the year. Maybe it's the year they're looking at. I don't know. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. Well, there you go. I think Molly, you don't have to worry. It's just a, a rumor, but we have to touch. We have to touch on it. Obviously. Yeah, we want a little bit of drama, but I don't want the drama where he actually leaves. No, no. Because he's he's one of the main reasons I support Avalanche. Oh, I know. So that's one of your that's one of your guys. You want my no, it's not your it's not your main guy, but it's your second guy. No, no. Uh, okay, I I have a Landskog hockey trading card. That was the first hockey trading card I got. So yeah, he's my Gee. main guy. Oh, he's yeah. your main guy. Yeah, and then we got McKinnon. I really genuinely thought it was McKinnon, but now no. I'm happy to uh, to know this information about you. My okay. first jersey was a Landskog one, but I have no idea where it's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have to say this because I think it's a funny story. I have been trying to get a second jersey for a very long time, but I want to make sure that the person I get is signed and staying put. And every freaking time I'm about to jump in to buy a jersey, a rumor starts or they're, it's very clear they're not going to stay with us. And I'm freaking out. First, it was Anderson. Yeah, my baby, my baby. <laughs> I should still probably get his jersey because he's like my favorite Leaf player of all time, right? Yeah, so do it. Still makes sense. We'll just regret. But the other thing is Hyman. I was genuinely going to get a Hyman jersey. Yes. Now, now I'm going to fall. Now he's now he's not going to. Is he? Is he staying? Is he going? We don't know. Uh, it's most likely looking like he's. <laughs> Oh, and everyone keeps saying, you know, there's there are other hymens in the sea, lol. But um, I disagree. I think he is a perfect, perfect hockey player on the Leafs, that is. Now, my issue is Hyman is going to ask for more money, which is fine. Get your money, boy. You're worth it. You know, that's great. However, I am not so sure that he will keep up his stats or his, you know, the way he plays elsewhere. Like, Think about it. If he were to get traded to, let's just, or sorry, he'll, he'll sign Buffalo. with next trade. Buffalo. Well, I wasn't going to say Buffalo. I was going to say Boston. Oh. They all play like Hyman. He's, he might get lost in the sea of Hymans. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying. So is that contract going to look good on a different team? I don't know. I think he should stay elite because this is where his potential is, period. Okay, I'm done. I love him. I love him. I love him. It's going to hurt you, when he goes. Good? I'm good. Can- I'm good. Okay, that, that's good. <laughs> so there you go. We have uh, our two team trade rumors that we had to touch base on. Oh, definitely. We had to. Sure. That's a bad fan. Trade, but I mean walking. You know what I mean. Walking rumors? Walking this rumor has things. legs. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. That was so uh, freaking dumb. <laughs> uh, the last um, news, news of the topic. Week. Super short. Don't have much to say about this. I don't know about you. No, but, uh, no. It's it's kind of the same reasoning. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay, yeah. Ben Bishop waived his no movement clause. Uh, the interesting part about this news actually is that this was something he actually suggested. Yeah, yeah. 
It was to protect Hudobin. The idea is, I suppose, that he has been injured for quite some time. Sometime, therefore, Seattle will probably not want to grab him. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's it's sure it's risky, but I think it's a good, I think it's a good idea. You want to protect Hudobin. He had a good run last season. I also put in brackets that veteran defense, Eric Johnson, mm-hmm. on the Avalanche, has also done the same thing. He has waived his no movement clause as well. Mm-hmm. So the abs can protect Makar, Girard and Tiles on the blue line. Oh, yes. As well as seven forwards. And the abs have just got Tiles. Girard has proven himself to be fucking phenomenal. And I don't need to say anything about Makar because we know you need to have your daily dose of kale. So oh, yes. <laughs> it makes sense that he, as a veteran, he's what, 35 now? Sorry, oh, 33. Man. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's 33. I thought he was 35. <laughs> my bad. I'm. We're, we're getting to that age. It's not even funny. <laughs> he's getting. He is getting on in terms of hockey players. So it, it's not like he's in too much danger to be bought out or signed with yeah. the Kraken. And he feels comfortable enough that he's going to be staying with the Abs to be able to do this. So oh, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. We like Johnson. He I love stay. it. I love it when people waive their new movement clause just to protect another player. It's like yeah. I said, it's risky, but it shows that they're they're for the team and they want to stay there and they're willing to risk things. Yeah. I oh, and the thing oh. is, is he's very aware at the fact that he's not a spring chicken and that <laughs> the young defense line need to be protected for the mm-hmm. sake of the team. So it shows his commitment to the team as a whole as well. It's like, yeah, I'm probably a really great player, but also like, what about these guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, taking a bullet for your friend, but in hockey terms. <laughs> and uh, I'm sh- there were a lot of moments like this in the past, but lately I, 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 I don't really see a lot of waving no movement clauses or even taking a, a, a lesser pay cut in, in order to just save your save save your cap space and ultimately stay on the team so yeah. i like hearing these things character it, it character. seems more human yeah less money 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 yeah and less selfish it makes you appreciate the team more and the individuals more but they are people they're not just pawns so absolutely i agree with that yeah now, is that all our news or? yeah i was gonna say it's kind of a good topic to end on because i just wanted to give a little touch like a little preview, a little preview of Seattle, like what's to come. <gasps> da, 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 da. Woohoo! I'm Molly. I don't know about you, but I'm really excited and equally nervous. <laughs> I'm more excited for this expansion than the Vegas expansion. Oh, because me from too. day one, about hearing about Vegas nights, I was like, ill, garbage. Oh, garbage. I was right. I was right. I had the garbage feeling, and it is garbage, but Kraken. <laughs> Something Ooh. is in the depths. Something's shiny. coming up. What? As long as they don't have stupid silver shiny helmets, it's going to be fine. Oh, could you imagine? I can't. <laughs> it'll be like Seattle playing nice. It'll be like shiny gold versus shiny silver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking no. No. I, I'm so excited. We're going to have a lot of fun on our podcast talking about Seattle. Now, here's the pitch. Yes. That I have for Jeremy and Molly, and mm-hmm. it could be really fun. I'm going to say it live here, but, you know, the protection list is being worked. It's like it's coming to fruition today, and they will be announcing to the public tomorrow. 
So, I mean, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. So we only have one day out of the week that we can record because we all have busy raft. Like we, we create the Seattle team. Who do we think they're going to pick? The fantasy draft. We're just having fun and creating the list. We send it out and we show all you guys and maybe we have a little discussion about it on the uh, Twitter page. And then since the draft will be on the 21st, we'll know exactly who they, who's on their team. Therefore, on Saturday, we can discuss and see how close or accurate we were or how far off we were. You know, maybe one, one of us can do a completely fun fantasy dream team. <laughs> And then another one could be practical, if you know what I'm saying. 100%. I love this idea. Yes. Yes. Since the podcast is out on the 18th, I'm thinking we can have two, or I guess we can release it on Tuesday, right before the actual draft comes out. Yeah. And I think that would be a really fun idea. It could be fun to discuss as well on Saturday, next Saturday you know the podcast coming out on Sunday but you know what I mean gosh I really have problems with this but <laughs> it's okay just yeah. say the weekend fine the weekend the weekend <laughs> I meant to yeah. say the oh. weekend I'm sorry okay <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's my pitch so I don't know I think it's a really fun idea so I approve of this message well that's pretty much all we have for the podcast do you have anything to add Molly um yeah actually Ooh. I heard Someone got some cute stickers. Oh my god! Um, we still here. We still love Tulin Designs. You know that that's Optimus Cream Forty Seven on Twitter. Her stickers are still adorable. I love them. She even just made up some uh, Carrie Price and Gallagher stickers for my cousin. That's sweet of her. She's amazing. Uh, so again, go check out her her Etsy page. She does great work. And uh, we love her. Woo-hoo! And we want to support people who support us. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. You don't forget when you do good things. Don't worry. We We're like you. elephants here. There's no joke that I'm doing. That was a bad joke. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. We actually, wow. Was this podcast a mess? No. No. I think no. we, I think we earned our redemption. We earned our redemption fair and square. Period. Yeah. Go us. Yes. Yeah. Now it's a mess. (laughs) Now it's a mess. End here. End here quick. (laughs) Uh, If you made it this far, thank you so much. Uh, You know where to follow us. If you don't, I'm at Chanel LV on Twitter. I am Molly. It's just underscore Molly on Twitter. (laughs) Wow, that was good, wasn't it? And Jeremy, our editor, you need to follow him because he does all the hard behind the scenes work and also give him good, good, um, good wishes on getting the betters. Mm -hmm. Get well soon is what I meant to say. Not the good wishes, but, you know, either or works. And well wishes. Well wishes. I can speak freaking (laughs) English. Uh, yes, you can follow him at Jay Walker Media, and he would obviously want you to follow him on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Jeremy underscore Walker. And of course, don't forget to follow us on, not on, well, yeah, yeah, on, at on this Twitter. hockey pod. This there hockey pod. Woohoo. If you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube or your Please. podcast listening site thing, app, doodle thing, <laughs> hit that sub. Thank you. Please. Thank you. Love you. Bye. And we'll see you next week. Listen to. <laughs>